Hey TRB fans, Lacey here. Are you gearing up for May the 4th and Make Solo 2 Happen Day? Find the perfect Star Wars pins, necklaces, keychains, rings, and more at jewelrybrands.shop. Want more Grogu in your life? They have tons of officially licensed products from all of Star Wars, including The Mandalorian. And hey, while you're there, use code TRB at checkout for 10% off. So that's jewelrybrands.shop, and may the Force be with you. the third be with you that's how it goes right nope no well well, tomorrow may the fourth so but may the third because that's today yeah welcome everybody to trb this is the resistance broadcast we are the official podcast of starwarsnewsnet.com i'm john hoey thanks for joining us today uh good show today a lot of cool stories we're going to get into give our takes on including stuff on obi-wan um, but tomorrow, yeah, May the 4th, uh, the Star Wars, uh, I guess it's official Star Wars holiday now. They've kind of claimed it as a Day, thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, later in the show, we're going to give our sort of fun guesses, predictions, hopes on what we may hear or see come out of Lucasfilm tomorrow. Uh, because last year they uh, went above and beyond, uh, which usually they don't do. So who knows what's going to happen this year, but we're going to have some fun later in the show talking about that. James and Lacey with me as always. Uh, James, uh, what's going on in the world of uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn? Give me <laughs> yeah. the updates. Uh, yeah, last week we, uh, the book released uh, Greater Good, right? Um, so I did uh, with Kyle my uh, like what happened in book or whatever, and then uh, like a regular book discussion. But the book discussion is cool because um, we actually do like a review. It, it's hard to break it up. We it, we do a review at the beginning, we rate it and we stay away from all the spoilers. And then later we get into the spoiler stuff. So we kind of try to split it up so that if people are interested in it, um, they could check it out. Uh, but, uh, but you know, not worried about being spoiled. However, you know, if you are interested in being spoiled or just want to know kind of what goes on, we do the, what happened in video. And so there's a, (laughs) there, the Thrawn books are so hard, man. It's like, you're trying to explain to people what's going on, but like, 50% 50% of the characters just have like ridiculous names and you're like you probably have to watch the video a couple times to be like okay I th- I think I try to understand what you're talking about you know <laughs> they have all yeah. the apostrophes right it's just like random syllables with apostrophes yeah they they do a pretty okay so like it's interesting <laughs> like if my name like James Bainey like in the Chiss language my name would be like S. Bane, because so it's like the last part of the first thing, and Is that then a like pig Latin, sort of, but you can tell what family someone's in by the E. S. Like because it, the, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Like Thrawn is a myth, so his name starts with T. H. Because it's the last part of myth, so you can kind of tell who's in what family and stuff just by their shortened name, if you will. Wait, wow. the last part of which? Which name? So, like, Thrawn's name is, like, Mithron Yorodo, right? But he, like, yeah. he, you take the front end off and the back end off, and it's just Thrawn. So what would he do on his SAT form? I don't know, John. Imagine filling in those dots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. No, but the, but the idea being, like, take the test. anybody who has a TH at the beginning, or, like, in this book's case, like, an L-A-K at the beginning, like, Lackfro, for instance. What you about know an LAC? He's part of the Zodlak family. Um, I guess. What so. about Thanos? What would Thanos be? Thanos was... would be a myth. <laughs> That's pretty easy. There you go. Yeah. Methanos Sirodo. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Go check out those videos, the book discussion, and the what happened in. Uh, I love those because it keeps me up to date <clears throat> on what I need to know for the canon elements, especially because you know Thrawn's definitely coming to live action. I think that's the worst kept and, secret. And you can do there, Chaos so. Rising too. So, yes. Because right. this is the right. second book, you want to do Chaos Rising and then do Greater Good. 
What's the third one called? Lesser Evil. I thought it was called This Is Still Happening. Yeah, I thought it was like the still rising, just because I felt like each one was like, it's we're peaking still rising <laughs> I like that yes name. yeah uh it's called uh, it, lesser evil tokyo drift <laughs> the, the year the year will be 2120 <laughs> we'll all be dead and timothy zahn will have released his 77th thrawn novel yes and and the world will be amidst its next pandemic and that's what's going to happen <laughs> still blue um, and killing it <laughs> still still killing it still timothy zahn just uh, 300 years old making money writing those books yeah um all right lacy what's uh what's the deal are you fired up for tomorrow are you a little nervous I, we'll get into it more later but uh just uh we 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 vibe it on for tomorrow nervous no why would i be nervous for the ray lightsaber thing you a little worried about that I'm not worried. I'm excited to see what comes of tomorrow. And I know that everyone is kind of wondering what we're doing, right? Yes. Everyone's like, what are we right. doing? Because we right. don't release stuff on Tuesdays normally. We're going to have a contest. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N and on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. We have a shirt that's coming back, which I'll let James talk about. Uh, so we have some cool stuff for tomorrow, but... We're going to be a little honest here. We're looking forward to make Solo 2 happen more than Star Wars Day. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, just because so Star J- Wars Day is like bombardment of Star Wars. It's hard to... Mm-hmm. It, it is. It's sometimes almost a little overwhelming because you have mm-hmm. the official stuff and then you have all the like giveaways the, people are doing. partners and brands. Yeah, Fans yeah and there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, we're, we're keeping it simple um, with uh, bringing the shirt back. But and awesome. A little bit of giveaway. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Awesome, of course. Um, yeah, James, uh, why don't you get, just briefly get into what shirt we're bringing back for that special day? Very on point, in my opinion, uh, with this decision. But thank the maker. Yeah, and if anybody that? doesn't yeah. know, that is a that is a shirt that we have that kind of has like a penny style circle silhouette of uh, George Lucas. It says um, "Thank the maker" on it. So um, it was kind of a fan favorite. Um, of, of ours i know like a lot of people picked it up and when we moved over to our other merch one. company yeah we, we didn't bring it over but it's back uh tomorrow so if you are yeah. interested in that shirt if you've seen it around you want to pick it up it's just for may the 4th so pick it up then yes um anything else do we need to get into details on the giveaway more than uh just follow our channels all the directions will be there mm-hmm Perfect. I love that. All right. Uh, and last thing, yeah, well, Lacey brought it up. Make Solo 2 happen day. Just a reminder, um, going to be May 24th. So let's get our Star Wars day going tomorrow. Rev up the engines. And then uh, a few weeks away, because uh, we are in May now, folks. May 24th. Uh, that is a Monday. It is going to be Make Solo 2 Happen Day. And we're bringing that back. we got some special things going on. If you want to be a part of it, do us a favor. Take your phone out. Put on some solo gear. Bring your friends, bring your pets, whatever you want to do. 10 to 15 seconds. Explain to us why you love Solo and why you want to see more Han and Chewie adventures and the other characters in a movie or Disney Plus series. Email it to us at resistancebroadcast at gmail.com with the subject, Make Solo 2 Happen Day video and your name, and we'll get you involved in something pretty cool on that day. All right. We're three weeks we want... away. Yeah. I could do just, math. It's crazy. Yeah, three weeks while he was talking. Three weeks from Today. Today. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I did. All right, twenty-four minus three, which is today's day, equals twenty-one <laughs> divided by seven. That sounds tough. That sounds like figuring out a, a name in the chest. It took the whole time you were talking uh, for me to be like, only three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the last part about that is, if you want to pick up some merch uh, to get it there uh, in time for Make Solo to happen, you probably still have some time because they have been speeding up their shipping. So uh, go to Teespring.com/slash/stores/slash resistance broadcast i believe and uh find your mix little two happen you we also have the pins too so oh yeah resistancebroadcast.com slash store is that what it is now yeah yes sir yeah. there you go go there i was all right i was <laughs> uncertain i was like i'm just gonna let this roll i thought i got a brush up but i mean they're both right they're both i gotta brush up wrong. on the links yeah yeah so either one works all right dealer's uh, choice all right, now it is time to get into our topics for the day in uh, Resistance Report, right, James? Yep. It's the Resistance. 
All right, this week we're going to be talking probably mostly about Obi-Wan Kenobi. So who's excited for that? All audio, me! Yeah, audio, oh, me. audio people, we audio. all raised our hands. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, well, this week uh, uh, our good friend, Ewan McGregor, uh, has been doing a little bit <laughs> We're of- We're friends with him? No, not me. me and you. Like our friend is in the fan community. He's a friend to us because he likes Star I Wars. He likes being in Star Wars. He's excited about being in Star Wars. Um, yeah, he was talking to Hollywood Reporter, and he uh, said a lot of things about uh, his training that's been coming up, how excited he is to be in the show, um, how it's different from when he was doing the stuff in the past. Um, and he even gave us a little tease, which we can we can get to earlier, about something that may or may not be happening, but wink, wink, we've already... It was one of our titles one time. It was definitely happening. So you can think about that and try to see if you can put together what I'm talking about. Um, Lacey, I'm starting with you on this one. Um, you would love to be friends with Ewan McGregor. Uh, what did I you would. think about his comments on uh, coming back? I love that every week we're talking about this now. We've gotten to the <laughs> yeah. point that this show <laughs> this show's not coming out for a year and we're talking about it every week. Mm. Hells yeah. So first of all, you can't see the photos because we're talking about it, but the photos for this interview are wonderful and he looks pure Obi-Wan with the beard and the hair. And it's just so exciting to see him like really, really happy <laughs> taking these photos because he's like, this is an Obi-Wan interview. Yeah. Um, I The thing that stood out to me, which I think it stood out to everybody, was that they're doing two and a half hour sessions for the past few months every day for sword fighting and lightsaber fights, which makes me think... Okay, you can't just be having one battle if you're doing these two and a half hour sessions. Like, I understand the importance of one battle, but I feel like he's going to have multiple because mm -hmm. that's a lot of training. And it's not like he hasn't done it before because, as we know, he did a lot of it in the prequels as well. So I don't know. I can understand getting back up to terms and, and getting into maybe a new style because he's older now. But... Man, I can't wait to see him light up a lightsaber again. I'm so excited. And you know he's been training with Hayden Christensen, which just makes me excited. And I was looking at GIFs and videos online of them training during the prequels. And I just can't wait to see the behind-the-scenes footage because you know they're capturing all of this throughout the whole process of them training for this show, making the show, what it feels like to be back, that kind of thing, to do those gallery-type shows once the series comes out. And I think that's going to be my favorite part, as usual, is the behind-the-scenes stuff more than the actual show itself. Yeah. Um, John, what are, you, what are your thoughts on all this? It just the more this stuff comes out, especially from him, the more real it, it feels. And it just that that immediately triggers the excitement because you're starting to really feel the tangible elements of this thing coming into shape. Absolutely. And it's... Uh, I got to say, you know, you know, this interview, obviously, there's a lot in it. And this is we just focus on the Star Wars elements at Star Wars Newsnet. But um, I have to say, in a weird way, you know, I, I, I enjoy the prequels very much. The Phantom Menace uh, I, I love. And then I, I like the other two. I like all Star Wars movies. But I got to say, I appreciate him still not feeling bad about taking a couple of jabs at the prequels. Because it's almost like... We've we've gone so far over the redemption arc for the prequels that now it almost feels like you're scared to say anything bad about the prequels because you're gonna get jumped on or something. So it's, <laughs> when I, he was like, "It's not Shakespeare," I was exactly. Like, yeah, I, it's not. I loved when he said that. He's like, "Yeah, his, his lines were after three or four months of that, uh, you know, being in front of a green screen." It just gets very tedious, especially when the scenes are. I don't want to be rude, but it's not Shakespeare. Um, and he said he's like, that's not something you really get into and get into the character set. So I, I think he's very excited about the the realized in-camera environments that are going to be presented. Mm -hmm. He's talked about that in having visited the Mandalorian set. Hearing him talk about this uh, and, and him saying, you know, I'm in a better place now, you know, because he was a bit more of a recluse back then in his 20s and 30s. I feel like he's more mature now. He probably appreciates what wrote the role more now. I'm not saying he didn't then, but probably more now as a 50-year-old. I just think or he's everything just prepared has, for it. You know, like all, all aspects. You're in Star Wars and all of a sudden it's this crazy thing, but now he's like 50. Yeah, yeah I'll be in Star Wars. It's fine. Yeah. It, it it feels like just 
everything is happening at the right time for this. And his age being appropriate aside for when he's supposed to be, you know, a certain age for Obi-Wan Kenobi, just in real life, it just seems like this is the right time, the right venue, the right technology, the right everything for this to happen. And it's just, it's going to be something really special. And I think they understood that. And that's why they went through writer changes. They wanted to make sure they got this right. And I'm sure they ran drafts by him and his team went through it. And it's just one of those things where he knew if he's coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi 17 years after last playing the character, it has to be a home run. And Lucasfilm knows if you're bringing Obi-Wan Kenobi back to do this limited series, it has to be a home run. This cannot be a missed project. And I feel that pressure and urgency is something Kathleen Kennedy's very good at handling. And I think that this will be a very, very special project. I will even say, I think this will be the best version of Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi we will have ever seen to the point where it may even damper a little bit of what his performance was in the prequels. Uh, and the last thing, of course, him him coyly uh, answering that question about the young Luke thing and, and mm-hmm. smiling and saying, uh, that's very possible. I don't know. But while grinning saying it. So I think, you know, again, that's I'm, who one he of those... is, though, because they kept being like, are you ever going to play Obi-Wan again? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. He's like, I'd I would love, love to, to come back. I'd love to do it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, worst kept secret is going to be this little Luke. And then once the, the actual story comes out, everyone's going to say they called it. But we all called it. Let's be honest. We're all in this together calling yeah. young Luke coming back. I, I think it's funny, too, because the question was, when you did those tests, did you do them with a u- young Luke? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, you do know if there was a child there. <laughs> yes, you do. You're not right. answering the question. Yeah. Right, uh, just, exactly. That's very possible is an- kind of yeah. answering the question, but then he says, I don't know, which is then just turns into a straight like lie, basically. I could, I, I could see like he's he's cheeky in a way and he's very um, kind of casual in how he handles things. We see him like when he dismisses the, the drama rumors about mm-hmm. the show and he's like, yeah, it's fine. He always feels like he's at, out at a club having yeah. a good time when he's answering these questions. Or he's straightforward like, if it's not true. That's what people have to remember is yeah. when they were like, oh, it's shooting in Boston, England. He's like, no, no, it's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Right. And he jokes so about why wouldn't he just like, say yeah. no if Luke wasn't involved? He, yeah, he, yeah. He's always very distracted with this stuff. Like, I feel like when he did that one where <laughs> we were talking about Boston, it looked like he was like playing a video game or something. Right. Do you remember? His dog's always in the interviews. Yeah. His dog's he, always he, there. Yeah, and, and I, I get to see him like kind of having fun with this because he knows, you know, this is this next year when he's promoting this thing it's is going to be yeah. his time to do it. So he's probably going to relish in that fact and have fun, uh, kind of toying with us and, and that sort of thing. And I'm I'm on board for the ride because, like I said, this thing's going to come and go like that, just like you know, Wandavision. Everyone wanted that came and gone. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier came and gone. Mandalorian season two came and went. It, like this is going to go by so fast that I am here to put it in cruise control and go for the ride. So whatever he wants to throw at us and from the PR standpoint and have fun toying with us, I'm all in. Oh, he's going to be so good on a press tour. Do you guys think that? Oh my God. He's so freaking charming. It's insane. Yeah. It it annoys me how charming he is. (laughs) Do you guys think that Hayden's going to do much press for this? Yeah. They've already announced him. That's why They're, he's gonna have to. But he seems the very shy type, so he'll. They're he'll gonna be play out there, them though. up together and press. Yeah. I think. Yeah. The only. Oh, they'll both be on the Tonight Show together, like with. Uh, and yeah, stuff. I guess so. Yeah, I'm just kind of only because she's announced it. That's why I'm saying that. So Disney's pushing that as the the angle of getting people to watch this show. Because the thing is, is like I've I know we've done like four interviews or something with him where he's talked about the show, but I was like. But Hayden's there too, and I feel like people would want to know what his opinion is on this. And he has not yet, like, come out and he did answer something recently. Actually, he said that they're doing training or something like that. It was like a passing comment. Yeah, and I mean, this isn't much different, but we Mm. we we didn't like dive into it. It couldn't have been much. It's still very curious on how they're gonna do Hayden as Vader. Because mm-hmm. you don't need Hayden to be in the suit. So is it going to be cracked mask? Is it going to be Flashback, maskless? Yeah. Like there, there's a lot that can go on here. Uh, and I'm very curious to what, what it is. Um, I can't stop thinking about Inquisitors since James went on a tangent that, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I really want to see that. Also, I'm going to cry throughout this whole show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't really know what the roles of, say, Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader are going to be. But we do know a little bit about the set because... 
um, mm-hmm. Star Wars time was actually able to it's get a, a dynamite dynamite segue, Baney. <laughs> is able to get uh, some pictures of the set that's in LA and it's got blue screens and lights and all sorts of other stuff. And there's not, I mean, you can kind of tell what's going on, but the best picture is the one that we have up here on Star Wars Newsnet as it, it looks to be what might be the outside of Obi-Wan Kenobi's house. Uh, and if you actually dive into the original Star Wars Time article, they break down how they don't think it's like, Lars Olmstead kind of thing. Um, so that it all kind of is coming together with that. Um, but Lacey, I want to bounce back at you first. Did you, see, did you see these like leaked set photos? What did you think? These 1995 taken with a flip phone camera phone pictures. True, yeah, I true. saw them. Uh, I just laugh because it's like clearly this person got as close as they could. And even that is still probably miles away. And they're using a lens at the farthest yeah. point it can get. No, it's like it's like me like reaching for my phone and I'm like, oh, I don't have it. Bennett, let me see your digital camera. <laughs> like this little, <laughs> this little like right. Mickey Mouse toy camera that actually takes digital pictures. And I can't help but laugh because, you know, Disney's like trying so hard to not let these things get out. Mm-hmm. And some guy got it and they were probably like, did we check the top of that building? Dang it. Right. <laughs> like, what's going right. on, Frank? Well, and look, if, if you look at the photo, they have the perfect, like, yeah. octagon perimeter of that blue fence, except that one spot. The which one is, sliver. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the thermal exhaust port of this set. Like, <laughs> and there's a guy standing there, too. You can see him just kind of stand there, security, and you're like, come yeah. on, guy. It's like, guys, and, our uh, blue panel budget is, it fell out. <laughs> we don't have any money, more money to finish the fence. Or it looks like they took the the top and instead turned it on its side and wedged it down oh to, yeah to cover it like oh yeah maybe um, it just but, fell in that crack or it fell in there i don't know but what's what's funny about this is this is clearly just for exterior shots mm-hmm. uh like he's not going to be in that little hut and they're not filming in there so they they're gonna be doing that on the, use that on on the, the stagecraft yeah yeah, uh, or yeah, or this is just for for you know model exteriors, and who knows if that's even to scale? Like that looks small from here, so I don't know what the scale of all this is. Um, but it's cool that it's there because you know you only see it for that very brief period of time in A New Hope, and it that's it. It's like the uh, you know the the sitcom shot of the outside of the house, and then the real inside is a completely different set. You know, John. If uh, you, but it's just it's just cool to see. I like it. If you it looks like the down, size of a baseball field. Well, there's more pictures down at the bottom. There's a couple more, and you can see like where a person is. Yeah, not it looks like about a baseball it, field. You can kind of get an idea of distance there. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say it looks pretty normal size for what you'd expect based on the you know picture here of, from the movie that has like the house and then there's like a land speeder. Like yeah. if a person was sitting in that land speeder, it looks about the right height or whatever. Also, I think they, they did say that there were people out here filming specific scenes. Um, they couldn't make out who anybody was. Two but people, yeah. Yeah, like kind of confirmed that they have at least begun shooting. Was some, one of them a stuff. nine-year-old boy? <laughs> yeah, maybe. But at this also, distance, by the way, I didn't tell. exactly. I didn't didn't exactly give my opinion. I just ranted about security. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think this is very cool. I'm glad that they're using actual sets mixed in with the volume. Mm-hmm. I think that makes it more realistic and. When we talked to Hal Hickel about the mixture of digital versus practical and the point where as a viewer, you can't tell where one stops and one starts. I love that. So I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, security sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it's not very good. Um well, yep, that's exciting about the um, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And there might actually be some news about Mandalorian coming out, possibly. There's a, a rumor going around right now, which actually stems from a, uh, a podcast uh, where the host is Nick <clears throat> Baker. I don't know who this person is, but you know, our research on Star Wars Newsnet says he's a gaming industry insider. And the stuff that he was posting says, oops, I might have... Uh, you know, blown my cover here. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. I have some apologizing to do. Yes, they are making a Mandalorian video game. It's coming. Microsoft Game Studios uh, is putting it on. So um, take that information as you will. Uh, it may or may not be true, but I'm going to jump to John first to kind of give his opinion on it. And um, maybe like we'll t- chat a little bit about w- maybe what kind of a game we would expect. Like what, what does the sound like to you, John? Well, I know games take a very long time to develop. So um, the question is, if this is the case, you have to assume 
you, you they always want to strike while the iron is hot so they must have started developing this when early returns on what they were getting for disney plus subscribers and interest in the mandalorian was like really uh, showing mm-hmm. um, legitimacy so you would have to imagine they started developing on this assuming this is true you know uh you know this is of course you know, reporting this as a rumor because mm-hmm. this is not anything out of any official sources and, and, and we haven't talked to anybody of our contacts so, yeah and there is um, another uh like leaker out there that kind of also seemingly confirmed this as well as saying, a, yeah. a bounty hunter game was being developed yeah, yeah. so uh, i would assume late 2019 would was when this thing started to be developed um, you know, again, I'm no expert on video games, but I know that they wouldn't put out a Mandalorian video game after its main run. And I don't know how many seasons the Mandalorian is going to go. My guess would be four, something like that, maybe mm-hmm. five at most. So they would have to be well underway with this sort of thing. And I, it would not surprise me because, uh, anytime you can capitalize on one of your golden gooses, you do it. And, you know, vi- video gaming for Star Wars is always a big appetite. Fans are always looking for the next great game. They're always looking for the next better game. And I get that. You know, I, I have the games I haven't really been able to dive in and play them much, but I know it's a huge thing for fans. It would be cool if this was a bounty hunter game where you do multiplayer thing, even if you're, you know, facing off against other people to, to get to a bounty. That sort of thing could be a lot of fun. It could be, you know, a very streamlined way to have some fun in that space. Um, so if it is true, I think that'd be pretty cool. Good times. But again, you know, this right now, as of right now, it's just a rumor, even though it's coming from two different, uh, area people, but, uh, it sounds like it could be a good time and would make sense from a business standpoint. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Lacey, what what kind of a game would you expect? And uh, I guess just first and foremost, do you even believe this or do you think it's likely this is happening? I think that there's definitely some type of game in the works, maybe not, featuring the mandalorian but based around the world of the mandalorian maybe i i I couldn't Mm. see john is completely right that video games take forever case in point kingdom hearts 3 took like 15 years to get out that is a that's a massive exception (laughs) (laughs) was it really that that, long yeah i'm using that because i'm so bitter about it yeah and i hope people are that are listening are too but that bitter yeah that's not like the long end of (laughs) game development there's like but it is years though right no it is years years. so the the reason i'm saying that is because there is a timeline of how long this show is going to go do we know how many seasons of mandalorian they're going to be probably not maybe three maybe four seasons well three at least now but maybe four mm-hmm. you know so i could see this maybe being a mobile game i don't see microsoft doing a big crazy over the top game like battlefront oh, interesting and they've been really hot with the mobile games right now of putting those out for switch and stuff like that i know Mm -hmm. it's microsoft so that probably wouldn't be a switch game unless they're making the game for different types of consoles but i don't know i can't see them building a full game but i don't know the details besides hey i'm hearing this mandalorian game is happening they don't even know what type of game it is yeah i mean if if you want to open up the door to mobile game yeah then it makes a lot of sense i mean i i even because they could have that out quicker yeah, and some people sometimes they're like, oh, there's a Mandalorian game or there's a Bad Batch game coming and it's like, oh, well, they're just being added to like Galaxy of Heroes or something, you know? Sure, like, yeah, yeah. Just weird things like that. But I think that based on the 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 vibe around this, that it is in fact like a full-fledged AAA title. Um, I would love that. I mean, it's cool. I, I would probably do it in a way that this, it takes place before he meets baby Yoda and it, and like the end of the game is like going on that first mission or something like that. Right. that we so see it's in Mandalorian. not connected to the show. You can experience it, but be within the world. Yeah. So it's Mandalorian and they'd probably do what they do for like Jedi fallen order where like, they're like, Oh, it's open world. You can go to all these different planets and stuff. And then when you play the game, it's really like three planets. <laughs> like you can only really travel <laughs> between three of them. Uh, and Mandalorian already kind of does that. They kind of, stick to like three or four different planets that they just keep bouncing back to. Um, so they'd be very familiar to the show. Uh, you'd be able to, to say that was kind of his sector or his realm or whatever. He, yeah. he well, dodging well. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have to create stuff, yeah. this huge world or whatever. Um, so that makes sense from a character standpoint uh, that they can kind of restrict him to this uh, few locations. 
and I just think it would be fun. Like it would just be like, um, like GTA sort of, except for like without the ability to just kind of go wherever you want, but it would be like, you need to talk to this person. This person's like, I need you to track down this guy and get mm-hmm. me this thing. And then you go do it. And maybe there's some moral choices some you have people. to make or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Isn't that the show, the Mandalorian? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> that's what you're saying. But yeah, when I say there's some moral choices, I, it's like you know how video games are. They like make you be like, do you want to do this or do you want to do this? And and that's how if games you do are. This, this you're gonna day. get chased yeah, by three would, cops. Yeah. I, I would think because the Mandalorian is sort of that way that they wouldn't want to make the video game just like that. But maybe I'm wrong. Like imagine I, yeah, it's even know. just like a Marvel versus Capcom where you're just like two two bounty hunters like facing off. See, that's interesting because I have been wondering Especially, why there hasn't been a, a Star Wars a fighter. Star Wars, yeah. Especially with all the hype around the new Mortal Kombat, like get in that space. Yeah, I mean the last one I can think and of. I'd play that. Is smash the, the buttons. Terrace Kasi game, you know. Terrace Kasi. Yeah, and it was like really rough. <laughs> It was terrible. I but, would love that Marvel vs. Capcom with Star Wars characters. That would be fun. Or a, Wasn't there a, what if a it was Star Wars of... versus Mortal Kombat? <laughs> am I, am I crazy? Was, was there a sort of version of that game where you could play as like Darth Vader and have and fight like that? Terracasi. No, you're thinking of um, no. Tekken. There was. Oh. <clears throat> was get... Vader in that as a cheat or something? No, it was a character they brought just like an exclusive. So they did like, they did like a uh, system exclusive. So the PlayStation one was um, this other game. Um, and then like the Xbox one was master chief. And then the other one. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I remember Darth Vader was one of the characters that you could get as like an exclusive. I, I feel like maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy on that. Yeah. Eh. I don't know. No. Whatever. The the exclusive character was from Tekken, but the game was Soul Calibur. Uh, all right. Anyway, anyway video games. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's it. I mean, we pretty much talked out uh, the best we can on a rumor of a Mandalorian game coming out at some point. Um, I just laughed the hardest that the guy was like, oh, my bad. I was like, yeah, you're bad. Yeah, but he didn't delete the tweet, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's when people talk, talk, they're talking their thoughts in a tweet, like um, it's like you don't need to type um, <laughs> like you, you you once you have the thought, then you type that. Yep. I write in all caps all the time, so I can't make I, fun I do of write, anybody else's I, I tweets. Do, I do tweet as like I would speak though, like um, but I not like um hmm. Gee. I think he was saying like, um, this is awkward. He was trying to be cute. Yeah, he was trying to be yeah. Yeah. He's a banana. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, uh moving on though, uh wrapping that up, they we wanted to talk a little bit about how Disneyland is kind of in a way cutting down uh Rise of the Resistance. Um this isn't too crazy. Uh it looks like basically there's a couple points in the ride where they're trying to speed things up. Um, so if you plan on being there, going through it, like know that you're not going to get like the full. Don't spoil ex- it to me. Don't spoil it to me. The full I'm- experience. Um, actually, uh, just just to let you know, I was kind of worried about reading this article, Lacey, because I was afraid that things would get popped out. But it it really was just. I was just n- nervous that they were going to explain which parts you don't get to see, and I didn't want that ruined for me. Yeah. Uh, I just know they cut it, it down from 18 minutes to 15. Minutes. Okay, l- I'll put it this way: there are segments in the ride in in the in the experience when you get off the ride and you're kind of just able to hang out in certain right, areas. Right, and, and that's the way that Disney controls the wait time because yes. they can have people sit at diff- different places while they load the ride, which itself is a long ride. Yeah, so they yes. they've taken out a couple of those. Uh, segments and they're trying to like speed people along through that process because they can't Um, sit there in big groups of people yeah yeah and and it really to be honest with you i think you could probably write it and be like oh that was that was cool but and and not really notice that you didn't get like a hundred percent full experience i think it's it's like they cut it back like 95 percent um, yeah, I'm sh- I think it's the picture thing where people like to take the photos of the different spots and like mm-hmm. it to be like, oh, I was on this ride and now you miss out on that opportunity. Yeah. 
yeah. mean, to give a little bit of understanding what we're talking about here is that the, the California state requirement for rides, they can't be over 15 minutes. And this ride clocks in at 18. So they're just trying to shave off three minutes somewhere here or there. And it's not really that big of a deal. It's not like they cut out the final battle or something like that. I guarantee the ride will still be over 15 minutes to walk through. They're just going to say it's 15 minutes. Yeah, there's something along the line just to cut the corners. So it's not really too mm-hmm. crazy. John, do you have anything to say yeah. about cutting corners? Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gone on the ride yet, but I, mm-hmm. I don't care too much about ride spoilers. Or anything, I do. But No, I know. But uh, they do list like the points that are likely going to be cut down and it's mm-hmm. like what you said james it's nothing that uh they they say here in the quote disneyland officials promise that when the park reopens friday the ride's major plot points will remain intact including lots of explosions drama and high tech mayhem so the things being cut out are dwelling spots wait, like wait you a second said. there's high tech mayhem on this oh my god a lot oh, of high tech mayhem yeah. just got spoiled um, uh, <laughs> segments where visitors are waiting to be interrogated by certain no! bad guys. What? You just ruined it. Oh no, my god! Yes, How is that did. ruining it? Because How there's only ruining? one bad guy in Rise to the Resistance. Not if you read the oh article. Oh my god! If you read the article, after it just all says, that, you're no. such a jerk. I, I, I'll I'll, no. I'll point <laughs> this out. There's Lacey. nothing being spoiled. There's it, nothing being spoiled. in the here. image right here of the ride. There are two bad guys. Yes. <laughs> so so I, so I don't I know. There's only bad. one bad guy in Rise uh, Force Awakens. There's First Order officers and stormtroopers all over the place. Dare anyway. you? Make your um, point. Lingering spots. John, why why speech, are you going to the speech. effort to read all these? <laughs> like, because they're being taken out of the ride. They're not yeah. going to be there. So what are you? So what are we doing? Like now we're going to talk about oh this deleted scene from the Rise of Skywalker that wasn't in the movie. Don't tell me about it. I'm not going to see it anyway. But don't tell me about it. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's different though. That's and by different. the way, by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't touch the ride in Walt Disney World and they leave all this stuff in there. To me. It's cutting the fat. That's what it's doing. It's taking you down from 18 minutes to 15, all the garbage that you don't need to be doing anyway. Like when you you go on Star Tours and you got to see R2-D2 and C-3PO there and you're on that damn line for so long that you hear their same back and forth for the eight times. It's, it's okay. Everyone's going to be okay. It's the whole point that James and I did everything we could to not get into the nitty gritty of what they were cutting. And you were nothing just like, well, it, it says here. There's yeah. No, but there's nothing. No, literally <laughs> nothing was just spoiled. Zero of this You're ride was just spoiled. I, I, I have a friend. I have a friend who absolutely hates spoilers. And his level of what he considers a spoiler is so high that... I mean, I was talking to him about Star Wars and I said something along the lines of like, there was a list of characters who die that was leaked and he got mad because now he knew that people were going to die. And I was like, it's Star Wars, man. I mean, how is that even like remotely a, this a leak? Is different I didn't tell you who that, died. Though. I didn't tell we you who died. I told you. talked about people. This is different than that. Obi-Wan Kenobi's house. Showing he up in the said Kenobi a series. bad guy interroga- interrogates you. Yes. This ride takes place in between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I never Jedi. said bad guy. Yes, you did. I'm reading off the article here. The words bad guy aren't in. You want me to read the sentence again? I'll do it. Is it, it villain, villain, bad probably. guy, something bad? Segments where visitors are waiting to be interrogated <laughs> by the First Order. That's not what you said. <laughs> it's right there in the article. Take a look. Enjoy. Uh, anyway. Let's talk about the other thing, because I'm really excited Any about the other thing. Way, there's one other part to this, and they're saying about the queuing system. So definitely check out the article at Star Wars Newsnet if you want to go ride the ride, because a lot of people are really trying to get back into these parks, so it's going to be crowded. Yeah. And uh, there's certain times where you can get the virtual queues, which they're doing at 7 a.m. and noon. But again, you know, Florida has way less restrictions than California. So my guess, and there's nothing here saying that this ride's not going to go back to 18 minutes in California or mm-hmm. stay the 15, but there's also no indication that they're changing the ride in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Now they may change it to just preserve the continuity to have nope. the two rides doing the same stuff, but it's possible to keep it 18 minutes at, at Disney, Disney World. Disney World and, has never changed any of their stuff except letting less people on the rides. Yeah, I don't know if this is an extenuating circumstance because of the COVID thing, but I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, as, as far as I understand it, the Disney World version will probably be the full 
yep. thing being another win for the better Disney park. In my <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's the state. It's not <laughs> Disney world. Yeah. No, I just like Disney world better. So I'll always, you've never it been is. to Disneyland. Yes. That's true. true. But I've been to Disney World. I bigger. uh, You guys know I've never been to um, that park in California, right? But I have been to Disneyland. Disneyland Paris, baby. All right. I really want to go to Disneyland Paris. (laughs) I missed my chance to go, but oh well. Yeah. Um, another time. All right, we got another story here, uh, and it has to do people, with people are going to go nuts about that discussion we just had. <laughs> John, you ruined the ride for me. I did not. Everyone, uh, leave in the comments whether I ruined the ride for Lacey or not, and don't ruin the ride in the comments. I Thank can't you. wait till we go to ride that ride, and whatever part that is, when I know what it is now, it happens. You can film my reaction of saying, "See, John ruined it." All right, Lacey, person guess who what? spoiled at the who at ruined the end of Kylo Ren's death for me. At the end, of, at the end of Tower of Terror, the elevator drops. News for you. This um, is different, and you know it's different. You listen to Aerosmith music on the Aerosmith roller coaster. It's different. I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet. I want to enjoy the experience. You on the Millennium Falcon? You ride. Do you understand? The I've Falcon. avoided. Sp- I've avoided spoilers this entire just, time of Rise of the I didn't spoil anything, so let's just... You're giving uh, me a hard time about it, but I've avoided this entire time. Standing my ground. <laughs> so... The, the cruise line... <laughs> are we allowed to talk about this? <laughs> yes, yeah. we are, because it doesn't avoid, uh, like have spoilers of what happens. Start with uh, actually, to be honest with you, I felt like... They talked a lot about this experience, and I was like, "Save some for the people who are going to see yeah. it." He Come like on. he was Don't like, "Don't take John's side on this." No, no, Don't no. It. It's just coincidental <laughs> no. that like they talk about. Okay, so let's clear up what we're talking about here. They announced today that there was going to be something called the the hyperspace lounge, which is on the their like Star Wars cruise line thing that they're doing, and the idea stemmed from uh, a place where uh, adults could go to kind of live the Star Wars reality because kids get to do it all day everywhere um, in all sorts of situations. But in this particular uh, thing that they wanted to create, it was supposed to be adult-oriented and only adults were allowed in. So it'll have like specific drinks and has a very specific style built um, uh, to capture a certain era. We can get into all this, but anyway, the the interesting thing about it was that there's this big window in the back that mm-hmm. has like these really cool displays of like different planets you're passing by and things that happen. And they, they say that there's like seven unique things uh, that happen. And then they proceeded to tell you like all seven of them. And I'm like, leave some for the people oh, who I are going there to, to, I mean, if you want to so, tell me like number one, one, you're like, okay, they're going to John! Pack- <laughs> no, if you want to tell me like they're going to Tatooine and you're going to see a familiar uh, piece of junk fly through the space. Okay, I'm like, no, I get it. No, what he basically said was you're going to Tatooine you're seeing a little farm boy. You're like, oh, okay, it's obviously Luke Skywalker. That's literally Could what Could be Anakin. Did. Could be Anakin. No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, reading this article though, they went into like every specific thing, including like the grand finale that they were really proud of. Oh, he like no. tells the whole story of how it all takes place and how it wraps up and everything. And I'm like, this is pretty wild for them to tell you basically everything that happens in this experience. Please come on a cruise. Just please. in this article. <laughs> yeah. So um I don't know who to start with on this one, Lacey, I Me. guess. Yeah. Yes. Um, obviously, uh, you liked, I saw on your Twitter, uh, you liked the design of oh this. Oh, my God. James, thanks for following me. <laughs> <laughs> I do follow Lacey on Twitter. I wish audio listeners just saw the, the face James yeah. gave me when I said that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So I saw a picture of this because someone had taken a picture out of the article and tweeted it out mm-hmm. before I read the article. And I was like, oh, man, that has total first light vibes from Dryden Voss's mm-hmm. ship in Solo. And that's so cool. Like, even the seats match from his area where he, like, interrogates Han at the beginning with Beckett. It's yeah. the same couches with the same designs. 
And I remember I saw a couple of people being like, oh, this is so Canto Bite. And I was like, no, this is definitely Dryden Voss. And then I read the article and they were like, well, it's inspired by Dryden Voss with his collections. And I was like, yeah, I feel smart yet dumb at the same time. To be fair, they, they said Canto Bite. They said Canto they, they Bite too. Bite too. Do they? Oh, and well, the other thing the too, um, just just another clarification <laughs> is this is a visual, uh, what's it called, <laughs> art or something, uh, concept art. So it might yeah. actually be things taken straight from, um, the movies as the artist yeah, would represent it, but like, but the, the whole actual experience thing of like having a little col- different. Yeah, well, the whole thing of them having like the collections and stuff was mm-hmm. Dryden Voss, mm-hmm. and the hi- the idea that there's a bar and there's a party is very Dryden Voss, and to me, it looked more like that than Canto Bite. But yeah. anyway, this would be super cool to do. Disney Cruise Lines are not cheap. I can tell you that, so I don't know if I'll ever make it there. Send but... TRB to the Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> yeah, when cruises are uh, the cr- but the cruise industry is in trouble right now. So hopefully, I'll go. It'll be a little I'll go bit today. I'll go right now. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Anyway, um, yeah, can't wait to go eventually in life, maybe. Yeah. Do you, so, quick quick question, maybe, because now I feel like I'm out of the loop here. Disney did announce a new cruise ship or cruise line thing today, and that and this is not part of that, right? This is part of that special Star Wars connected to Galaxy's Edge fake cruise line thing, right? I thought this was in the cruise ship. Yeah, this is on the Disney Cruise Line. This has not. This isn't the hotel. This is the cruise line. Yeah, this is basically the Star Wars attraction on their cruise line. Okay, all right. So I never picked that up from the article. Interestingly enough, and I (laughs) I read it all, but to me, every time they said cruise line or Disney Cruise Lines or something. I was like, oh, they're just talking about the... The Galactic Star Cruiser. Galactic Star Cruiser thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the Disney Wish ship that is launching so, in summer So, have you guys been on a cruise before? Have you guys? I have not. I no. Yeah, I did, and I'm not a fan. So, the reason I'm saying that is because on any cruise, not just Disney, any cruise, they always have areas that are just kids. They have areas that are just adults. I'm assuming, especially on Disney Cruise Lines, there's a lot of just kid areas or very mm-hmm. kid-friendly areas. So it's no surprise that when they make a bar or a lounge that's higher up on the ship for adults, it's going to be Star Wars themed because that's cooler than it's a princess theme lounge, you know? Sure. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Disney so, princess bar. <laughs> I mean, it could be cool. I don't Bibbidi know. It depends bar. on the princess. <laughs> it depends on the bar. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. So interesting. I mean, Princess yeah. and the Frog could have like a really cool voodoo bar if you really wanted to get into. What like, about what about like a Pirates of the Caribbean type bar would be kind of cool. I yeah, guess. yeah. I mean, Star definitely... Wars is better, John. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> yeah, they definitely could. Pull I mean, a I, couple I, things. I would love. I hope. I mean, I would do. I mean, they could make it like a Wakanda bar or something. You know, I mean, they could do. We should go. Here's the thing. Yeah. We should go. We should make that pact right now. Let's go. Go on this cruise? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Some of the cruises are only like three to five days. Not this new one, <laughs> probably. Oh. <laughs> you guys can oh, bring oh, your fans. I... It will be great. Yeah. I was thinking price-wise would be really expensive because on it's the new yeah. ship and everything. Yeah. Man, I did not piece that together. I, I, I skipped over this image. It very clearly says Disney Wish. I never picked up on that. And there's a giant image of a boat in, in the, the middle. Article. Yeah, that's how I think it, it reads, yeah. And then there's a giant ship in the middle. And I remember thinking, weird, that must be like another ad, like it, just for <laughs> something else. I really wow. thought this was the Disney Cruise Line, or the, I'm sorry, uh, it the is, Galactic James. Star Cruiser thing, yeah. Anyway. All right, <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't paying attention, I guess. Um, anything else on that before we get to the last couple things? Nope. Nah. Nope. All right, um, a few more things that we wanted to talk about. That's pretty much it for the news. But um, we wanted to mention that Matt Lanter, who voices uh, Anakin Skywalker, famously in the Clone Wars, uh, was doing an interview with Entertainment Weekly as he, you know, he's talking about his new show, Jupiter Legacy. So if you want to go check that out, um, but he he very clearly stated that he is currently working on something that um, he's not really allowed to talk about that has to do with Lucasfilm animation. 
and that the he's not done with doing Anakin. You're definitely going to hear him coming back uh, as Anakin, which is really, really interesting. Um, he says he never really puts the character down, whether he's doing a video game or something specific for um, that department, mm. Lucasfilm Animation. So, mm-hmm. uh, nice. so yeah, he pretty much guaranteed he, that he is coming back because he's already working on the project, which is really interesting. Um, so speculate, speculate away what you think that could possibly be. Which, which, as we know from just talking with other people who've worked on previous Lucasfilm Animation projects, he could be doing something that we're going to see in 2023 or 2024. Right. Yeah. You know, it's possible these are a couple years out because Resistance... I believe they finished in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's season two, and that came out last year or whatever. So, yeah, cool. They're probably working on the show that's after Bad Batch. <laughs> they're, they're that far in advance. Yeah, it's going to keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but it's all still Clone Wars again. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to mention, too, is that um, speaking of Bad Batch, Bad Batch comes out tomorrow. Um, and I have a spoiler-free review of the first episode up on StarWarsNewsNet.com if you want to go check that out. And tomorrow I will put out a video, um, the Bad Batch Reaction Show, and I will be talking about um, my feelings on it as far and there will be spoilers in that so be careful if you're watching that it's very similar to what we did with clone wars fan show um but as soon as you get into it i'm gonna be like wow that was so crazy when spoiler <laughs> right away that part in the ride happened and then you know all of <laughs> <Yeah>. us <laughs> when uh the bad batch was interrogated interrogated by a first order officer um anyway <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to so check you, that just out. Just so you guys know, the, do- <laughs> the dog is holding the keys for the pirates to get out of their prison cell. That's one of the scenes. You're such an idiot. All right. Well, that's it for the news this week. And uh, I'm going to send it over to Lacey to uh, tell us a little bit about the Patreon pod race. Dog is holding the keys. <laughs> guys, it's time for the Patreon pod race. So there are lots of different ways you can support us. You can like this video, comment, subscribe, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN. Follow us on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. Like we said, we're going to have a contest tomorrow for May the 4th, so make sure you follow us there and then just give you updates on what's to come in the next few weeks leading into Make Solo 2 Happen Day. If you want to be a part of the community even more and see more stuff from us, like exclusive videos, mailings, much more, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast starting at $2 a month. Uh, You get access to the page and all the cool content. And then as you go up in the ranks, you get more perks. So this part of the show lets the generals be a part of the show, which is our top tier. And first, I'm going to say thank you to them. So thank you, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese. Micah Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Kendall Gelnar, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Jeff Connery, Oliver Lewis, Dave Hornack, Frank Grande, Ryan Wara, Haas Aslam. Is it Haas or Haas? God Hass. damn it. Haas. Haas. Like, take another pass at that, Lacey. Haas Aslam. Uh, Joe Ritchie and Val Trichkoff, thank you guys so much for your support. Hass is going to kill me. I'm so sorry. Uh, This week, we have a new general in the rotation slot, so we're really excited. We have Frank, and we asked him, what is your all-time favorite Yoda scene and why? And this is his chance to answer the question and be a part of the show. So, Frank, take it away. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, Great question. Difficult one, because I can't honestly think of a single scene in all of Star Wars where Yoda just wasn't fantastic. From his fight with Darth Sidious to feeling all the Jedi fall during Order 66. Man, he's just great. But my all-time favorite scene has to be An Empire Strikes Back on Dagobah when Luke is trying to raise the X-Wing and he can't. And Yoda explains to him and to the audience what the power of the Force really is. And then Luke doesn't believe him, says that is impossible. So Yoda comes in and raises the X-Wing. And to me, that's always been a lesson to say that no matter what kind of physical difficulties you're going through in life, um, that as long as you believe in yourself, anything is possible. So that's my favorite all-time scene of Yoda. So thanks, guys. I appreciate everything you do, and I love everything you do. Take care. Nicely done, Frank. Welcome to the show. We're excited Mm -hmm. to have you. John, what did you think of his answer? 
Great answer. Obviously, I mean, I'm a huge Empire Strikes Back fan. My favorite Star Wars movie. Make Lacey jealous. With the mug. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a great scene without question. It is uh, one of those just legacy scenes for Star Wars, but also how you kind of positioned it as a lesson for real life that it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on with you or how big you are, how small you are, what may be wrong with you or what uh, deficiencies you have. It doesn't matter as long as you believe in yourself. And I think that's a great lesson to take away from that scene with Yoda and Luke. So I think you made a great answer there. Uh, and appreciate the kind words. Appreciate you being a general. And you did a great job, man. First pod race, you knocked it out of the park. Clear, crisp. Your voice sounds fantastic. And you did a wonderful job. I also love the Batman hat, dude. So good job. And uh, I'll see you in the, in the chats and uh, our Zoom calls too. James? Mm -hmm. um, I was really excited when you said this because this is one of my go-to like favorite lines of the- Yeah, you've talked about this before. Yeah. I, I, the, the funny thing to me is just the specific thing where like Luke is saying, I don't believe it from a different standpoint of like, wow, I can't believe that happened. And him and Yoda flipping it on him and says, that's- uh, that is why you fail. And so, yeah, uh, you almost have to go back and think about like, what did he mean by that? And it's like, Oh, because I don't believe it. And I have to believe it, uh, that it's possible. Yeah. And it, you have to rethink Luke's dialogue there. So it's a really good, well-written piece. John will like to hear that. Cause that was a, uh, that's his guy. Um, who put that together, but yeah. Um, no, I, I love this scene and I think you were spot on when you said it. So I was really glad to hear you. Um, go in that direction and make that one uh, your favorite Yoda scene. Good, good job. Uh, glad to have you and uh, good pod race. Yeah. Frank. Awesome job. As someone that's five, four and three quarters, I appreciate knowing that my size matters, <laughs> that people can't judge me because I'm so short and that's awesome. Also, you did a really good job and it's awesome to have you in the community. And if I say awesome again, yeah. All right, now we're going to go, John. Bye. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, last week we kind of toyed around with the idea of doing a more open chat between the three of us on topical things going on with Star Wars or really whatever we want. And I thought because tomorrow is May the 4th, and don't worry, Ask the Resistance will be back. We're just taking a little mm -hmm. hiatus there. Um, because, you know, there's not a lot of Star Wars going on, and a lot of times the best questions come forth when there's things uh, going on. But... There's a lot of things coming up, and one of those things is tomorrow, May the 4th. So I just wanted to see what you guys were thinking in terms of... I'm not saying, like, let's try to make guesses here, because obviously this podcast comes out today, and it's the day is tomorrow. But, you know, last year they gave us a bit more than we're used to on May the 4th. I think a lot of people were surprised by the type of announcements they gave, uh, where usually May the 4th there's a lot of hype and not a lot goes on in terms of official show announcements or anything like that. They released the Bad Batch announcement, all that sort of stuff. This year, I'm just kind of, uh, whether it's merchandise or projects or anything, do you guys have any kind of thoughts on uh, or hopes on what uh, we may get? Now, Lacey, I know obviously you have the lightsaber. So um, I'm going to start with James actually on this. Do you have anything that uh, you hope to see or things you think we might get a glimpse of or anything like that? Um, some really good promo for Andor. And I don't know what that means, but I think it's, clips like i think you'll see Ooh. like a little trailer or something that at least that's what i would hope i think that's the um the one that i think could really turn people's heads uh, although i'm book of boba fett i guess is there too in that like it's close kind of thing that's the one i think we're getting a we're gonna get a little teaser clip like a 30 second thing for book of boba fett I yeah think. the only reason that i, I think it's gonna be both I think it's going to be a collection of all the stuff they're working on. And it's going to be like the galaxy is growing or something. And then clips of all the different things they're working on. And then they're going to end with Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. I mean, wait, like a photo of him? No, like behind the scenes footage and stuff, like all the stuff that they're working on, you know, as like, a, hey, there's a lot of stuff going on. The galaxy's getting bigger. We have all these cool things. They're going to show all the people coming back for all these projects and then they don't have to focus on one. They can give you a little bit of each thing and then people are going to take the video and make gifts of each part that they like. <laughs> so you're saying a big, a big across the board Star Wars Disney Plus montage. I, w I was going to say everything Star Wars. Animation, Disney Plus, movies. Oh, well, yeah. Animation I was gonna is say, Disney Plus, but yeah. I was going to say everything. 
right. and it's only going to be about a minute. They could literally fill a minute with just clips here and there about like how the galaxy is. Mm-hmm. All right. There are um, just stories that or are just coming. like Tamara Morrison doing an interview and it's not even from the show. He's like, I'm excited to be the character again. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. And then yeah. everybody's like, all right, cool. Um, they, I mean, they could rest their laurels on Bad Batch, James, I guess, because that is going to be a big topic. But you think you're thinking there's going to be I think be there's enough promotion around Bad Batch and it being like them releasing the episode that that's enough coverage in that that sense. Um, but I think th- oh, I think I, I mean, using Bad Batch as the big thing for tomorrow. Um, nah, I, I wouldn't think that. I, I that don't leads. either. I'm just a yeah. devil's advocate. Yeah. I, the reason I went with Andor over Boba Fett, though, is because I feel like even though we've got Rogue One, like Andor is is more curious because we we know what Boba Fett's going to be like in this era. We've seen him before. We, we've already yeah. seen that on screen. So if they showed us clips, I mean, yeah, there would it would be like kind of getting like a season sneak peek, and you might see characters and things like that. That's interesting, but I feel like we already kind of got that vibe going with Mandalorian. So that's why I was leaning towards Andor because it seems more interesting to me. All right. I think they're shooting enough of everything that they could throw everything together. Like we were talking earlier in the show about the photos of what could be Obi-Wan's house. Like they Mm -hmm. could easily take a clip of that and have it ready to go by next week, like a 10 second clip. And then just be like, this is what's, this is what's coming. Lacey, are they announcing the Ray Skywalker lightsaber? tomorrow <laughs> i don't know i am excited so hasbro is doing their live stream at 11 a.m eastern with a bunch of people from the team um where they had they'd said in FanFest that they were going to do more announcements on star wars day and they said it was a bigger holiday than the fan fest so i think they withheld some stuff to hold mm-hmm. on yeah. to that's, that's for star idea. wars day um because i felt the announcements were cool on FanFest, but they were kind of just like where are the things that people have been asking for, which is like sequel stuff, you know, uh, I don't know. Well, they, I feel they like said sequel people, is the big stuff. They said people were asking for Antoc Merrick X-Wings, so. They might have in forums and stuff. I haven't seen people ask for that, but I'm not in the toy forums, so I don't know. But I just feel like everybody's been asking for like Ben Solo Black Series, uh, the Ray lightsaber, obviously, which I've been asking for, but other people have too. I just feel like there's a lack of Rise of Skywalker stuff, but then also people want more Solo, more Rogue One. So yeah. I wonder if that was a very specific question. Like, if they're like, of all the X-Wings that we've made that you haven't seen yet, which one would you like? And they're like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe the Blue Leader from Rogue One. And they're like, boom, highest requested one. It's like, hmm. <laughs> they're really good though about listening to fans because i'll never forget no, yeah. in 2018 yeah. was it was it 2018 yeah 2018 when i interviewed them at san diego comic-con for star wars Newsnet, one of our listeners had asked about general grievous and they had a general grievous mm-hmm. by october at new york comic-con that year and i had guessed it because they were like we've been asked about this and i was like oh my gosh is this what our listeners oh, yeah. were asking for which is a cool thing because you ask them about it and then a few months later, there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think they listen. I just think that Star Wars Day, aka tomorrow, is going to have stuff that people really... I think they're going to announce a Ben Solo figure. And I think that they're going to announce the Ray Yellow lightsaber. Maybe that? A um, Ben Solo one thing, figure, that'd be interesting. One thing they, Black, se- Black Series, yeah. yeah. One thing they will not announce is probably this. So... <laughs> uh, just a reminder, May 24th makes a little too happen day. Uh, take to your social media accounts and use the hashtag all day. Uh, but tomorrow, uh, make sure you are following us on our social media accounts and looking for our giveaways and our little fun going on tomorrow. Also, remember the uh, Thank the Maker, our tribute mm-hmm. to George Lucas t-shirt is going to be back just for tomorrow. So if you want to pick that one up, you've been seeing us wearing it, seeing people wear it at Celebration. That's the time to grab that one uh, before he vanishes with his Starbucks cup into the recesses Before he of a... fades away into the force exactly um not in real life just in the t-shirt um okay that pretty much brings us to the end of the show here so we want to thank everybody for listening watching being a part of the resistance make sure you do subscribe to the show like Lacey said before all of your audio podcast platforms in addition to our youtube channel starwarsnewsnet.com for all of your star wars news reviews editorials information and more you can find me on twitter at johnny hoey writing and editing at star wars news net 
and uh, my movie podcast, just like the movies uh, where we're going to be doing Ghostbusters uh, next week. So that should be a good time. All right, James. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. And also, like we said before, on uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com, the article about the Bad Batch. That's a spoiler review. That's up today. Tomorrow, the uh, Bad Batch reaction show uh, where you can get a, you know, just you just watch the episode. Now come listen to what I have to say about it. My thoughts. Nice. Right on. Lacey. People can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lacey Gillerin. All right. We will be back on Thursday. We're speaking of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. We're going to talk about just how much nostalgia we're going to be getting in this six-part series. So we're going to have a fun discussion on that. Uh, But have a wonderful Star Wars day. Celebrate it to the ends of the galaxy. And we'll see you Thursday morning right here on the Resistance broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.